your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. In fact, that's a bunch of malarkey. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. You've just tuned in to the greatest podcast nobody's ever heard of. DNR Radio. That's right. Welcome back. Fantasmical episode number four. We have a two-hour shindig for you tonight, DNR Radio. I'm Russ. That's Dark Side. A little bit of a marathon tonight. Oh, we're going for gusto. We are a week away from our general election. Tensions are high. Oof, it is brutal out there. There's stuff coming out every day, both sides of uh, each camp, uh, throwing mud, throwing garbage, throwing names. I mean, I haven't heard so much name-dropping since the last San Gennaro Festival <laughs> back in the early 80s when they were still wearing the polyester mm-hmm. suits. right? I, I, I sleep all day because I work third shift, not just because I'm lazy. And I love it. I wake up around 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's like Christmas every day. I get to sit there and roll through all the news and all, all the crap that's going on through the day. It's, it's awesome. horrible. It is. Well, It's an embarrassment as an American to see how far we have sunk in uh, our civility to each other it is brutal i've never seen it this bad for especially for a presidential election i've seen it get ugly for uh governors you know for more local you know mayors stuff like that but for a president oh my god this is getting this is getting ugly it's embarrassing on on a world stage we're supposed to be uh, the leaders of freedom in the world the the country that people illegally emigrate to Mm -hmm. uh, because they want to be a part of it and uh, our top office the uh, creme de la creme of our country everything that we stand for is a backyard name calling finger pointing uh, game of uh, whose feelings get hurt yeah it's turning into a joke I I think it turned into a joke a long time ago and you know, thankfully, we're coming to an end. Well, no matter which side you are, uh, thankfully, uh, this will end in a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then comes the dread and the anticipation as to what's going to happen after January 20th. Yeah, the following two months, it's still going to be a smear campaign. But at that point, it's over. It's done with. You're, you're pretty much stuck with, with what comes out for the most part. For the, yeah, for the most and, part. And that's, you know, hopefully then uh, friendships can heal yeah. Uh, wounds can scab over. Yeah. Uh, because I've seen a lot of ugliness, not just in the media, uh, but also social media. Uh, friends and friends of friends having a lot of arguments and uh, uh, defriending of people. Oh, over, I've had that happen. Yeah, over yeah. political stances. I mean, that's that's silly. Now, yes, there's two things you never discuss, right? It's money and politics. Mm-hmm. But uh, every four years, we kind of have to. You have no choice. But uh, I'd like to think that uh, all of our friends out there in the DNR Army, regardless of your affiliation, uh, stay friends with us. Uh, You can be friends with us on our website, www.dnrradio.net, through Facebook, 
or our Twitter feed, at DNR Live, or just send us an email, radiodnr at gmail.com. We're always looking forward to hearing from our uh, listeners, and uh, we want your input. Now, last week we asked Hillary supporters that were listening to the show uh, to send us uh, their messages. Uh, I have not... uh, Received any emails <laughs> from from any Hillary supporters as not, of yet? Not a one, huh? Not, and it's kind of kind of sad because we pushed it hard, right? I want to keep the door open to both sides here. I want everybody yeah. to hear it. Yeah. They were all busy at the cane uh, at the cane speeches, the cane rallies. All, oh, all fourteen of them. They had to pay <laughs> to have people there, right? Hello, anybody out there? You know what? <laughs> if you if you saw some of the postings that we had. Uh, both on DNR and and on my personal Facebook, uh, they were photoshopping people oh, saw into that. Hillary uh, press junkets. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was funny when you actually pointed it out because you look at it at first glance, you're like, oh, a lot of people. Yeah, decent turnout. And then and then you actually look at the details. And yeah, that same bald headed guy about thirteen times in yep. there, and that I thought was funny. Now, if that's real, now I haven't seen anybody debunking it. Yeah, but it uh, it's it's funny to look at either it, way. It is. It's it's almost it's like a political where's Waldo. There he is, and there he is, and there he is. It's all over the place. Now you wonder if the poll numbers are done the same way. I'm sure there's a little bit of a lean to the polls. Well, the polls continue to fluctuate greatly. So mm. we talked about them last week. We'll talk about them again now. Uh, last week we had Hillary up. Uh, between four and nine points, and we adjusted for the margin of error sure. and said, you know what, statistically it's a tie. Yeah, because what's the margin of error? Like about a, three points, give Three or to take? five points yeah, usually. Okay. Uh, and now this week, as of today actually, uh, in numerous polls, it's a dead tie. Mm-hmm. So the margin of error leaves it at a dead tie. Yes. So the, some of the... Uh, pollsters that were being taken LA Times has Trump up by 6 ABS Washington uh, ABC rather Washington Post has it as a tie uh that's including Johnson and Stein if you remove Johnson and Stein that same ABC Washington Post has Clinton up by 1 which falls within the statistical margin yeah. of error yep uh the Emerson polls uh in Colorado have Clinton up by 3 in Arizona, Trump up by four. In Oregon, Clinton by nine. In Georgia, Trump by nine. In Virginia, Clinton by five. And in Missouri, Trump by 15. Wow. So it's it's all over the place. And uh, come the end of the day, all the numbers point to it's a dead heat. Yes. Uh, and and it's a, it, now it's a crapshoot. Now, now who's going to get the most people to show up at the polling places on Tuesday? Yeah. And, you know, state by state, I mean, w- now which ones are the hard battlegrounds? Well, they said that like, the ones that you have to win are Ohio, Pennsylvania, oh, Pennsylvania. Florida. Okay. Right? So those are the battleground states. Right. If you don't win one of those, it's going to be statistically impossible. Next to impossible to win. To, to win. You, yeah. you need those electoral votes. So that's why they have the battlegrounds there. Yeah. That's why I've been, uh, they've been stumping hard in Ohio the past few days. Yeah. Uh, down in Florida, they've already started some early uh, balloting, same thing in Carolina. Yeah, um, and that's where H- Hillary was down there today, doing her her spiel, 
right down in florida so she sees that there's it's starting to slip through her fingers well the, the clean so, campaign is in crisis mode right oh now. yeah with everything oh. that's been going on uh, over the past week and and continues to snowball downhill for her mm -hmm. now uh, yes you have your your uh, trump people that uh, are are constantly uh, defending him and I haven't really seen any more accusations come out on him. Uh, they, they talk about that 13-year-old back from 1994 and that there's a pretrial uh, hearing set up for later on this month, I believe. Yeah. And my, 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 I have questions and concerns on that because uh, there, there was a criminal investigation on that, but it was years after the fact. So they dismissed... And that was in California. They right. they had originally filed it in California. And had no traction. And they ended up dismissing it. So now they brought it up again in New York. Right. So, and and, and now it's 22 years later. Right. Uh, if this was a 13-year-old girl at the time that was tied up and beaten by Donald Trump, uh, I think something would have been done 22 years ago, right? Pretty sure something would have came Somebody about was going to get paid 22 years yeah. ago. And in the very least, it would have surfaced well prior to his quote-unquote locker room talk. I, it, this bothers me that uh, if, if it is true that this is a scam, that uh, this really sets back victims' rights for our people who have suffered through those types of ordeals. It makes it a joke. And and, and yeah. that's sad. That's a shame, right? Yeah. That because we all know people that have had to deal with things like that and and it, it's bad enough that they close themselves into a shell to finally be able to come forward and, and not be taken seriously because of stuff like what this woman is doing yeah. with the Trump campaign. It it doesn't come to light until election time. Right. You know, this was done and, and looked at and no founding decades ago. And and to bring it up now in a different jurisdiction under the same complaint uh, is that it, it feels hinky to me. Oh, it totally does. Somebody's looking for their 15 minutes of fame uh, and, and they're just looking for a quick payout on this in some fashion. You know, and it's sad because I was online earlier and, and I, I love to troll on Facebook. I kind of do it anonymously because I, I hack through my old lady's Facebook. You are you are a troll now. I am a troll. I see the commercials for that movie Troll, and I'm waiting for Darkseid's <laughs> yeah, face to pop up. What's up, troll dude? Right. So you know I'm trolling around earlier, and somebody's saying you know uh, it was I, I don't remember the exact context of it, but uh, somebody was saying, well, how can you say that nothing uh, nothing was ever brought up before? Oh, it was brought up in California years ago, and that was my exact response was, and what happened back then? There was no meat to it. There was no merit. Uh, the other thing about it is, what is this person's name? Not as if the main name really matters, but they had it on the news uh, as I was on my way over here earlier. They said, oh, 6 o'clock, they're going to come out with this person's name. It's not going to be Jane Doe anymore. Well, why are you waiting so long to release that? Is there some other kind of dirt there, like uh, the, the lady that owned the restaurant? You know, all of a sudden, this lady that owns a restaurant, she's trying to befriend Trump while he's running for office. He doesn't get back to her. So she comes out with a smear campaign of her own. You know, what's this person hiding? I just would like to know who it is and what's your, you know, what's your angle? 
What's the agenda? Well, there is an agenda. There has to be. I just, I, I, don't, I don't see get it. people coming out and saying and doing these things against somebody who's now in the headlines. Right. When you had ample opportunity to do so for justice, mm-hmm. uh, for your own victims' rights, for your own pocketbook compensation, for your pain and suffering, yeah. which would have been meted out very easily by him if that was brought up at that time. Right. So to hold that in your back pocket until the last possible minute right? and then come out and say something. And in the very least, when he first threw his, his name in the hat, in the very least, if I'm sitting around, if I got assaulted, sexually assaulted, anything bad happened to me years ago by Hillary. And of course, this is all just, you know, uh, speculation. But if it, if it were me and I'm sitting there one day eating dinner and I turn on the news over a year ago when everybody started throwing their names in the hat. And I look up at the TV and I see this person who assaulted me all of a sudden running for office. That's when the whistle gets blown immediately. Wait a second. You did this to me and now you think you're going to become POTUS? I don't freaking think so. But no, you wait until uh, uh, all the smear campaigns and some naughty language come out and all of a sudden that's the key time to do it? Well, I have a story to throw in there about how he did this to me. So let's see if I can cash in on that. And I'm not trying to make light of anybody's, like you said, anybody's sexual assault that happened. It's a horrible thing. It is an absolutely ungodly thing for a person to have to live through that nightmare day after day. It's always in your mind. You were a victim. But to do this cheapens it. If this is in fact false, if this is in fact some kind of rhetoric from the left looking to smear him, it is an absolutely disgusting route to take and you should be ashamed of yourself. You should. And and at the end of the day, when and if it is proven that these are indeed slanderous uh, accusations, uh, that you face full prosecu- uh, uh, full, full prosecution. Yeah. Uh, for these these comments, whether it's criminally or or civilly, you need to be uh, charged. You and, need and to be held accountable. You, you have to answer for this. Yeah. You can't do this to people and think, oh, well, well, I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah. I just go about my business. No, you're going to stay up on this podium for another 15 minutes mm-hmm. and then another 15 after that while we grill you nine ways to Sunday yeah. and get the truth. You know, everybody on the left was... Oh, he's threatening to sue these people that are coming after him. He's threatening to sue him. What's he hiding? Oh, those threats are going to scare some people off. He's basically trying to cover his tracks. No, what he's saying, in a nutshell, is you are smearing me while I'm standing up for this country trying to make America great again. You are smearing me, and you will be held accountable for it. He's not hiding anything. He's not trying to cover his tracks or scare anybody out of a lawsuit because these nut jobs that are doing this, it is the 15-minute of fame syndrome. So basically what he's saying is you can have your time. Take your time. And when everything becomes unfounded, when it gets thrown out because there's absolutely no proof whatsoever... I am going to make you pay for it. Legally make you pay for it. Be held accountable for your actions. What people don't realize, because they just just look at the headlines, right? Yeah. That that people of this particular type of behavior, it's a lifelong problem for them, right? A, it's a mental illness. Yeah. Okay? So you don't just all of a sudden wake up and have this mental illness— and go do something about it, and then all of a sudden, whoop, whoop, 
it's gone. Right. And you never have that issue ever again. If, if, if you have a proclivity for younger people uh, and, and you pursue that, you pursue it vigorously. Mm-hmm. Okay? Every story you hear, every time they catch another one of these guys, every time you have another special love to catch a predator, right? There's a history. Every one of those guys who get caught have a long history of doing this. Convictions, charges, uh, they, they've been to prison, they've been on probate. There's nothing here. And, and there isn't enough money in the world to cover everything. So he, he was the owner of the Miss USA, right? So surrounded by hundreds of some of the most beautiful women in the country. Absolutely. For months at a time, uh-huh. and not once, did he ever just walk up to one and just grab him right in the hoo-hoo? Right. Because he could, right? So there's that. How many uh, 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 teenage rapes has he done? Yeah. Right? Because you don't do just one, you know? It, 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 no, it's like Lay's. Nobody can eat just one. You, you can't. It, it, that's just a sick thought, sorry. man. That's just that. It's just, sorry. There's a line, man. <laughs> you crossed the line. Uh, sorry, dude. Dark side. <laughs> wow. I bet. But true. So uh, I just have a hard time buying into all of it. So, you know, we'll see what the next couple of weeks uh, pan out to be. But I, I don't think that there's uh, a lot behind uh, no. uh, these accusations. I don't think there's any meat to it. After after all those uh, supposed uh, adult accusers came out after the locker room talk, mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything from them since. No, because they were proven wrong. There's nothing, right? No. Nothing. Now, people on social media are still talking about it. Sure. They're, and they're going to keep up their voicing of it. And that's when you believe hard in one uh, side or another, uh, your 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 favorite can't do any wrong. And I understand that. But there comes a point where you got to, okay, you got me. Yeah. Th- there's nothing here. Yeah. You got know, me red-handed. There's there's nothing uh-huh. here. And, and Trump likes that because he sees his poll numbers changing. Right. Now, remember, he was saying, oh, the polls are slanted. The poll- Yeah. Are they still slanted? Because now there's a bunch in his favor, or they're tied. Are they still slanted now? Or does he have a renewed vigor, maybe in the process itself, where he's he's no longer as jaded? Is his confidence coming back in the polls? Possibly. You know, because uh, uh, there's, a, uh, there's a fresh ABC Washington Post we talked about uh, that came out yesterday. The yesterday one showed him up a point. Today it's a tie. Uh, earlier this month, he was down 12 points, and people thought, well, that's that's it, right? Yeah, close the door. Close the door, we're mm-hmm. done. Yep. We talked about it last week, how uh, Reagan overcame Carter's points, right? Yeah. So to go up 12 points in two weeks, I don't know. Do you, do you have confidence in the polls, or is it maybe you're just asking a completely different demographic and uh, their views are completely uh, not aligned with the last group that you talked to. It's supposed to be a random sampling. See, I never thought of it that way. That's why you're brilliant. I, I just thought of it like, hey, you know what? He's just, he's stoked that the wrongs are finally being righted. He, he's happy about that, obviously. So I, I figured he was just, you know, he's so used to being beaten on and, and trampled over for the last oh, well over a year now. That, that now things are finally starting to go his way and uh, he's seeing the light at the end of the tunnel like okay the, the truth is finally coming out but i never thought about it that way though maybe it is you know maybe it's a different demographic of people that they're polling 
Well, you know, a, I got to be the devil's advocate. You know, of course and, you do. And and two, uh, I just the numbers move too much for me to think that it's still the random sampling. That it's yeah. still you got to be dipping into a pool uh, that that randomly. I mean, the the coincidence of that happening of of you overcoming at least a twelve point. Margin. Yeah, but look at the news, though. All and the stuff that's happened this past week, it's po- I don't know. Maybe it's possible. But, but the uh, my, phone still supporters, ha- my phone still hasn't rung. Nobody's <laughs> asked me my opinion. The, the, well, we ask you here <laughs> on a weekly basis. Thank you. The, the Killery supporters are, are uh, uh, supposedly diehard, right? Mm-hmm. That they, they will die for this woman. Yeah. But for the numbers to change over this news, now you have to question how... How strong is their intestinal fortitude? Is it, you know, are these the undecideds? Are these the Johnsons be. that are now leaving the independent camp and, and throwing all of their weight behind yeah. Trump? Johnson's leaving over a wiener. Uh, it is, oh. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the the wiener has uh, really uh, shafted yeah. <laughs> the, the Clinton campaign. And we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, later on in the show, but... Uh, these these poll numbers are dramatic over the past week, and uh, when we when we look at the the gross uh, uh, tally uh, across the nation, the fact that uh, Trump has pulled even and and ahead uh, it gives testament to the fact that a, a lot of the accusations against him are are unfounded. Yeah, absolutely. So on that note, uh, we're going to take a breath here. That, geez, we over 20 minutes of just rambling. Here. Blah, 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 blah. You're listening <laughs> to the Two Hour Spectacular here on DNR Radio. Don't go anywhere. Uh, we'll be right back. Kid, you want a toy? Uh-huh, uh-huh. How about a bike? No. A video game? No! Well, okay. You pick a toy. Yes, log. All kids love log. What rolls downstairs, owner and pairs, rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack, it fits on your back, it's log, log, log. It's log, log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's log, log. It's better than that, it's good. Everyone wants a log. From Blamo. And now back to DNR Radio. And we're back, DNR Radio. I'm Russ. That's Darkside. Welcome to the Phantasmical Episode Four, Part Two, Two Hour Spectacular. Uh, we got a lot going on. Uh, I'm glad that you're with us. I uh, hope you stay with us for the entire two hours. We got a lot to talk about. Oh, there's so much going on. I'm just, I'm happy to be standing upright right now, though, bro. 
Well, I know, last <laughs> week you weren't feeling 100%. How's the past week been for yeah, you? I'm still not feeling well. I can't shake it. I don't know what's going on. I, it's all in my chest, my head. I feel like a balloon. Dude, I almost just fell out of my chair. Have, have you done what my girlfriend told you to do with the Vicks and the cotton socks? And... I, you know what? I didn't actually try that. Yeah, you got to try no. that. I, she I, swears I, by those, you know, I don't want to say old wives remedies because like holistic. it's going to be Is like, what... you know, I'm going to get hate mail, which by the way, you can send to uh, radiodnrgmail.net, yep. gmail.com. Yeah, no, I didn't try that yet. I yeah, was you, thinking you about it. You should. See if I can get the old lady to rub a little on my chest. Well, hey now, but but Vex, man, that's yeah. You know, well, at least it'd be nice smelling, you know. If you yeah, know. my feet usually don't smell that good, so to have them smell like menthol, that's a bonus. Dude. It is. Right? That is a total bonus. And she'll like sleeping next to you from now yeah. on. Like if you just put it on your uh, pooper there, you'd <laughs> you'd be tooting menthol, you know, menthol in in the in the middle of the night. Mm. You give her a Dutch oven, smells like a Newport cigarette. Is yeah. that is that mint I smell? <laughs> yeah, sorry, babe, farted. <laughs> <laughs> Four do we go, all right? Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, you got that. Oh, yeah, that clears you right out. Yeah, Good job. Thanks. So we, we, we ended the last segment talking about uh, uh, Trump feeling good about the poll numbers, right? Yeah. So just like when he was down in the poll numbers accusing the Democrats of uh, – uh, kind of slanting the polls in their favor. and So now the roles are reversed. And, of course, being on the negative side of a lot of the polls, of course the Democrats are now slinging their mud, saying that, well, uh, Trump and his cronies are intimidating voters in four of the early voting states. And, and there's not a lot really to go on. It's just another one of these empty accusations Uh in, in each lawsuit, because they're filing lawsuits, uh, states' Democratic parties uh, are, are seeking court actions to block potential voter harassment because they want spotters at, at polling places, right? right. And, and you're allowed by federal law to have a, a Democrat spotter, Republican spotter, an independent spotter who can at any time uh, uh, request and, and demand that uh, you identify yourself, right? That, you know, they, they can question votes okay and it's like a process what, like show id or something yeah and, oh, okay. and you don't have to show it to vote but they can question you if right. they if they doubt you as a a, a true voter right? okay uh and it's a process and and i don't know the, the intricacies and the rules about it and each committee uh democrat republican independent they have their own people to do that so the Democrats are trying to uh, preemptively stop uh, harassment from Republican poll watchers or observers. Uh, Sunday in uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Nevada, and Arizona, lawsuits were filed against Trump's campaign, uh, the Republican Party, and uh, the guy that uh, runs uh, the GOP operation for uh, observers. Uh, it's called Stop the Steal is, is their, their nomenclature. So uh, Trump has asked all of his people to act as observers, not official ones, but, you know, see something, say something kind of deal. Oh, yeah. OK, uh, if you saw this guy walking into a polling place uptown while you're heading to your polling place downtown and now this same guy shows up, he wants you to call attention. And to that him. makes sense. Right. So yeah. uh, to to Democrats, that's intimidation. That's harassment. So they want to stop stuff like that. 
So the Ohio Democratic Party accused Trump and Republicans of conspiring to uh, threaten, intimidate, and prevent minority voters. It's always minorities, right? They they never, you know, they never accuse him of intimidating anybody else, right. But minorities, mm-hmm. right? Because the Democrats are the bastions of the minorities, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, fifty years of Democratic. Uh, leadership in some of the more urban locations and how well is that working out right i mean there continue to be blighted areas right uh the complaint cited comments that uh, trump had made at rallies in ohio and all over the place uh they're saying that trump made uh statements often uh, racially tinged suggesting that a supporter should go to particular precincts on election day and intimidate the voters uh, the state party said that absent the court's intervention, uh, voters would be uh, subject to threats, intimidation, uh, and even force of hands as poll watchers uh, try to stop people from uh, casting their ballots. So they're saying Trump set all this up, yes. told people go out and intimidate people. Right. Hmm. And, right. And they filed federal lawsuits to get them to stop doing it, right? So uh, uh, Roger Stone, who's the GOP operative, said that they, uh, these are completely without merit. Uh, his organization, which is called Stop the Steal, okay, they're trying to stop people the, from stealing votes. Stealing votes, right? Okay. They, they want to make sure that dead people don't vote and you don't vote two or three times. Uh, and, and we'll touch on that in a few minutes. But uh, it's, it's a publicity stunt, right? Uh, it's partnering with the other group called Vote Protectors, and it's kind of a, a, a bipartisan group uh, that's going to conduct desert polls and plans to compare those responses with voting machines in, in the numerous districts, right? right. To, so if, when you walk out of a polling place and you're asked to uh, answer an exit poll, they're going to ask you, you know, anonymously, who'd you vote for? And so come the end of the night, they're going to look at the tally numbers from exit polling, and they're going to look at that district. And if they're close then they're not really going to constitute that maybe there's fraud there. If there's a disparity between the exit polling and the numbers that they find... Then it's something for them to look a little further into. People are going to look into that. Right. right? One way or the other, if it's a high Republican number but a high Democrat vote comes out, right? they're going to accuse that there could be collusion there and <sighs> dead people voting. So it's it's I like, I like how we have safeguards in place. Mm-hmm. I like how we have that, and I don't think that the lawsuits really have any teeth behind them. I don't think that there's... Because uh, you're asking a lot of people to be involved in an illegal activity and not one person talk about it. Right. Now, I, I saw on... Uh, I think it was USA Today earlier, liberal rag, in my opinion, throwing it out there. So they're up in arms because speaking of uh, of polling of uh, voting and stuff like that you know trump was like telling people to go change their votes is what they were saying go change your votes it's not too late go change your votes and of course you click on all the all the people uh, that are commenting on it oh that's against the law that's illegal he's trying to intimidate and blah 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 now i didn't know this before until until recently the early voting states are some of the states actually allow you to go back and change your vote? I, and I had no idea about that. I, I, this is all a lot of this stuff is new to me. You know, I was always John Q. Dude just hanging out on the couch. But you know, I wouldn't even watch the news. I'd flip around. But you know, uh, things change in people's lives, and I've started paying more attention. Did you know that? I had no idea. I didn't know they could change. Yeah, 
you apparently you're able to redact your vote you could take it back and re-vote certain certain states i guess there's like time frames and stuff i saw it on the news yesterday well then that be that calls other points because voting is supposed to be anonymous yeah in this country right mm -hmm. so how can you redact your vote that's what i was that's what i was wondering if it's an anonymous vote you know you send it in email mail i, I mean how is it even anonymous anyway well, when, when, because when they you're don't voting know, ahead of time. I mean, see, in some polling places, when you sign the book, you sign the register, it's got your name, your address, this is you, you sign here, they give you a number, mm -hmm. you go wait in line to go into the uh, booth right. or, or to the console uh, to push your buttons, and uh, you give the number to the poll worker, Right. you go in, you cast your vote, and you leave. Now, unless they can count... This guy had ticket 270. Right. So the 270th vote, but that's. But but what about early early voting states? Like Florida is one of them, right? Am I wrong about that, or is that? I believe so. I, I would have to look out. that up. Yeah. But I mean, early voting states. How does that work? Do they already have polling stations set up, or is this all uh, mail in or no, no, electronic? No, they do. They do. They do have them set up. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah, I saw it on the news. That are uh, maybe I was written. No, I'm pretty sure I saw it on the news. That some of these states you are allowed to up until a certain time before the election, the actual election on the eighth, you are able to to re retract your vote and change it. So next next break we take, I'm gonna I'm gonna go online and yeah, check it out. Cause, we're gonna have to look into I mean, it. I don't wanna, that's interesting, right? Yeah. So that's uh, because then how many times can you change your vote? I, well, they actually got into that too, and I think they said uh, for, for the most part, it's just one, a one-time, one-and-done. If you want to change it, we give you that op option. But there was one state, I think they said, you could change it twice. And I'm going to have to look into I should have came prepared. Ah, oh, dude, sorry. I didn't know we were going to hit on this, but I, I did see it on the news uh, yesterday. I saw it, and I, I found that interesting. I found it fair. I think that's perfectly fine if you ask me because things like what are going on now, things that are happening with Hillary, these early voting states, you're, you're dropping your, your ballot in the mail, so to speak, and something huge, a bombshell can, can happen to that candidate, to that person's platform, whatever the case may be, and there you are. You're, you already sent it out a week early. So and you believe in the early voting? I believe in being able to change your mind. Uh, change your mind, yes. Yeah, but I believe in changing your mind. Yeah. About the early vote. See, I'm not a big fan of early voting states. Where They started voting a week ago, so that's two weeks before the general election. What's yeah, but, the point of yeah. having a date yeah, but if that's you, called election day? Yeah, like, it's, Russ, it's its own it. day. I know, I, and I don't disagree with you, but I'm going to play devil's advocate on this one and say, but you know, look, look at what happens in that matter of time. You know, you got people out there that aren't going to be able to make it on the 8th. That's just the way it is. And they do have the whole absentee ballot thing and blah, blah, blah. But when they set up the early voting, you know, states, who knew that a week or, or a week and a half, 10 days out, that so much crap was going to hit the blades and spread? A lot of crap has come out. Yeah. No, nobody thought about that. Nobody's like, well, you know, they probably figured that was a safe buffer zone. Okay, all the mud's been slung and now it's just down to the, the coast you know, you coast on into November 8th. No, they were just using slingshots before. Oh, They're coming God. out of catapults. Brutal, now. brutal. So, uh, you know, these states that do the early voting, um, to have that option to sit there and say, okay, well, you know what? I voted on Friday, but holy crap, on Monday I found out the candidate I'm backing is a real disgusting, nasty woman or person. Then, yeah, I think you should be able to go and say, hey, listen, uh, take it back.
Bring it, bring, bring that one back to me. Let me get another crack at it. See if I can get it right this time. Speaking of disgusting people, mm. Donna Brazil, oh, CNN correspondent. Uh, she was a uh, liar extraordinaire. She's also the head of the DNC right now mm-hmm. uh, because their previous leader uh, came uh, uh, down with a case of uh, uh, cheating yeah. and uh, and lying and had to step down. So uh, her replacement uh, just follows along in her footsteps. Yeah, yeah. much of the same. I mean, it, it, they made accusations and you saw the pictures of, of Hillary Clinton having an earpiece, and nobody made comments about that. Yep. And then they swore that she was fed questions because her answers were just too quick and too spot on. Uh, Rehearsed. And, and and sure enough, mm-hmm. there it is. Uh, Donna Brazil has uh, been found through some WikiLeak uh, emails uh, that uh, she did indeed feed the Clinton campaign uh, questions that were going to be coming from the uh, town hall uh, meeting that they had. And uh, CNN summarily fired her. Uh, but the, uh, uh, the Democratic National Committee uh, uh, still employs her. Yeah, they're holding on. They're holding hope. So that, that gives me the sign that maybe they endorse the cheating. History speaks. Yeah, they do. I mean, uh, there's supposed to be these these debates between candidates whether it's vice president president all the way down to your uh, local uh, uh, civic boards you know your your city councils your mayors your your board of selectmen they're all supposed to be uh, unbiased yeah. they're they're supposed to be completely fair random questions Almost like fishbowl, right? You reach in, pull it out. Let's ask him this question. Well, that's the best way you can figure out uh, how the candidate's going to do under pressure. So if you script one side and not the other, mm-hmm. the disadvantage is, is, is astounding. Massive. Huge. Mm-hmm. You can't overcome that. No matter how much spray tan and Aquanet you use, you can't look good there. Right. And and he didn't look good in, in a couple of those. No, I mean he still held his own, but he did what was supposed to be done. You don't know the questions, you give the best answer possible. You know, no scripting. Hers were scripted. Yeah. And and they're not apologetic for it because when Brazil was uh originally accosted uh a few weeks ago, A, she refused to answer anyone's questions. Oh, she was indignant about it. And, and yeah. she's like, you know, I'm not going to answer questions about emails that were stolen. Yeah. But you didn't deny that the information was true. Right. She was more worried about how the emails got out there and never answered the question. Which, by the way, uh-huh. when WikiLeaks was posting stuff about uh, the Bush presidency, Democrats were all in love with Julian Assange. Right? Oh, yeah. They loved WikiLeaks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the best thing that ever happened to democracy. Mm-hmm. God bless WikiLeaks. And then the flip-flop. And now it's the other shoe. Yep. And they think he's Satan to the point that they got Ecuador to cut his internet. Yeah. Now he's sitting there with no internet or very limited at best. But the message is still getting out. Yeah. He still has his organization working. And that, you know, now initially I thought this guy wasn't good. I thought I thought Julius Assange maybe was uh, a, a, a bane on our process, 
that we didn't need that, that our system was good. Yeah. <laughs> and and the fact that he doesn't play either side, he doesn't care. Republican, Democrat, Independent, Green Party, Red Party, he doesn't care. No. He, he truth, just throws it out there. The truth yeah. is the truth is the truth. Mm-hmm. I got to respect that. I've got I've got to be okay with that now. That that gives me a a tinge of of glee to know that somewhere somebody is actually caring about what is going on in the world. That it's not just fluff service for him. That he's going to release regardless of what side it is. The unabashed truth. And these people cannot stand it. They hate him. They want him dead. Uh, and, and that's why he's holed up in, in a foreign embassy. I'm actually surprised he's still breathing. Well, because they'd have to invade another country. Yeah. He's, he's in London in the Ecuadorian embassy. For them to actually go in and get yeah. him, that would be an act of war. So their next best option is to try to shut him down. By using diplomatic kill, means. So yeah, kill his internet? Uh, uh, one country or another, UK or the US, went to mm-hmm. Ecuador and said, listen, you got some debt with us? We'll make that go away. Yeah. Cut the lines. Right on the down low. Shut them up. Mm-hmm. Just snip, snip, snip. Yeah. We'll be your friends. And they did it, which is a little shady. Right? A lot shady. But uh, the, the fact that uh, CNN, all right, the, the Clinton News Network, they didn't have a choice. They had a Terminator, right? DNC is my concern now because this is the national organization that represents the Democratic Party. And for them to stand behind her and and support her, even though she came out and said, I cheated, because now she doesn't have a choice. She has to admit to it. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that weakens my faith in the system. What what else is, uh, has she done or, or has the DNC done uh, that, that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, and then Heg trying to get her to admit to it is is the next thing. You know, everybody out there will be like, "Well, she never admitted it." Well, she doesn't have to, right? Just because we have the proof her is there. emails, right? Yeah. We have the timestamps, email addresses, the passwords that she used. I mean, yeah. they had everything mm-hmm. on her. And once again, uh, uh, Podesta was involved. His name keeps coming up in all of this, uh, and then and then her name uh, popped out. And WikiLeaks pushed all this out. Uh, back on October 11th, right? And she kept uh, denying it, denying it, denying it. You know, but this was from the March town hall event where she wrote to uh, the campaign communications director, from time to time, I get questions in advance. I'll just pass them along to you. And this is after the Clinton campaign accused the Russians of hacking uh, on behalf of Trump. You know, I'd like to see if WikiLeaks ever gets any uh, download information about the signals. You, you remember hearing about the signals? Yeah. I, I don't know if it was in the town hall deba- debate or one of the other previous ones, but uh, there was something online about it. Every time she went and touched her nose, the moderator would interrupt Trump or, or go back at him, kind right. of start getting a little bit vicious and stuff. And they, like, patched it together, the, the hour-and-a-half, two-hour debate. Whatever, however long it was, they did this whole patch together thing, and every time she touched her nose, he would like go to interrupt and stuff. And then there was this whole, you know, I, I don't buy into conspiracy conspiracy theories too much. You know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I like to call myself a suspicious American. Okay, I don't like conspiracy theory. Fair enough. Suspicious American. Fair enough. So I got I got suspicious about that. I'm watching it and I'm like, 
oh, oh, wait a minute. There she goes. She's rubbing her nose. Oh, my God, there he goes. He's interrupting Trump yet again. And there seemed to be some kind of uh, validity to that, you know. So I'd like to see if something comes out in WikiLeaks about that, you know. Just something, okay, when the signal is given, interrupt or, or something. It's like the coach giving the quarterback signals from the sideline. Yeah, you know, rubbing his arms, grabbing his nuts, or, or something like that, you know. I mean, granted, Hillary's pr probably not grabbing hers, but just some kind of signals. There were signals being given. Who it knows was what just, she's got in that pantsuit? I gotta wonder, if she does get elected, is she going to wear a gown? Or is she going to wear just a rhinestone pantsuit? She's going to look like Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> the rhinestone cowboy. Uh. Didn't she wear uh, some kind of a dress the other day? Like like about a week ago, she was at some kind of a function. I think they actually made comment that this is the first time in forever that they they seen her actually wearing some kind of a, It was like a dress suit, but she still... Well, she, she didn't look like Dr. Evil anymore. Well, she, she, she looks masculine. Yeah. I mean, her, her, her face... Uh, uh, the way she holds herself, mm -hmm. the clothes that she wears, yeah. and, and I think the the focus groups are like you need to, you need to soften, you need to be a woman, soften it up a little bit. Right, you need yeah. to be a woman because people don't see her as a woman. No, no, she is a very manly woman, and she, I'm not saying that in, in any kind of misogynistic way. She she shows no femininity, barely none, none. And 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 I don't know if you want the first woman president to be uh, a, sort of a butch. Now, back when Billy Boy was in the office, and she was the first lady running around that place. Now, okay, we're talking years ago, and my brain was a little fried during you know that that eight year term. How did she dress back then? Because I really don't remember. But well, she did. She did have her uh, off the shoulder gowns for like the inauguration did ball and, huh. and stuff like that. But huh. you didn't you didn't see her in skirts much, and it was always mm. the pantsuits. Always the pantsuits. Everything's a pantsuit. Yeah, but now it's she's evolved from just a pantsuit to the whole button up no collar dr evil kim jong-un whatever that dude's name is i mean she's basically raiding their wardrobe and and you would think you know the uh, female leader of the free world would kind of just i mean you look at margaret thatcher yeah you know i mean uh, uh not an attractive woman by any means no but she dressed with the feminine style yeah strong as hell <laughs> you didn't mess with margaret thatcher but she she dressed uh, uh, to appease her crowds, you know, and 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 she's not, and that's it. You got to play up to the people that you're trying to get to vote for you. But do you think this is her? Yeah. So this is obviously her way of saying I'm not going to be looked at in, you know, everybody says, oh, you can't you can't look at women like that. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, this is just her way of completely downplaying it, or do you think it's her way of? Uh, uh, some people say that she's hiding stuff under there, hiding a colostomy bag, maybe. I you know, know. Well, hiding. I don't know if that's true or not. You know, could be. She's so full of crap half the time. Yeah, pretty much. You know, hiding the wires for her earpiece or whatever. She's either that or her fashion sense just sucks. And coming from me, for me to say somebody's fashion yeah, sense. Because you're sitting here in the studio with a holy t shirt. I know, dude. I love this you're shirt. You're playing though. with that hole. I have been playing with it. Dude, I don't care. You know, I went to the Polish festival off track a little bit a couple weeks ago. We had a Polish festival here in town, and I wore this shirt, and it does. It has a big old hole right in the center of it. And we get out of the car, and my, my old lady turns and looks at me and says, Did you really wear that shirt? I said, Yeah, why? Said, There's a hole in the center of it. I said, Yeah, I know. She says, you're not embarrassed by that? I said, hon, we're going to the Polish festival. 
I'll give you a dollar for every single person you see walking around with black socks and, and like the open-toed sandals. That right there is a fashion statement. You think I give a crap about the hole in my shirt? I said, I'm probably going to be the best-dressed person there. Or Walmart. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a people of Walmart, too. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Urban outdoorsman. Ugh. On that note, and we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute or two. Uh, a lot more to talk about. Wrapping up on... Uh, Hour number one of the two-hour DNR Spectacular. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Who doesn't like to be naked? Sure, we all do. But the police usually frown upon public nudity. Well, now you can stay out of jail and look good doing so with a t-shirt from Skunk Duck Design. From sports to politics to the wide world of nerdcraft, there's a shirt for you at Skunk Duck. They even have shirts for you for 20 followers. Skunk Duck shirts come in both regular and women's cut, and with sizes from extra small to 5XL, there's a shirt for everyone. Oh, did I mention they have hoodies too? Because they totally have hoodies. Go to teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design to get the shirt that's right for you. That's teespring.com slash stores slash skunk duck design. New shirts are being added all the time, so follow Skunk Duck on social media at facebook.com slash skunk duck design for all the latest updates. Skunk Duck Design, the best ducking designs on the web. They're not right wing. They're not left wing. No, these fat bastards want the whole chicken. And now, back to Dark Side and Rust, DNR Radio. That's right, we're back, DNR Radio, Russ and Dark Side. Uh, closing in on the end of our first hour of the two-hour spectacular. Woohoo! During the break, uh, uh, Darkside promised to go look up the uh, information on changing your vote. I am and, the show fact checker, and and you are absolutely one hundred percent correct. Score one for the burnout. And and in fact, uh, uh, Donald J. Trump himself on Twitter uh, at real Donald Trump. Uh, said that in six states you can change your vote. Uh, so if you see Hillary was a big mistake, uh, go back and change your vote to make yeah. America great again. Yeah. So looking into it, there are uh, there are numerous states. Uh, Wisconsin uh, voters are allowed to change their vote up to three times. Up to three by uh, Friday, November fourth. Wow. If requested, the county clerk would retrieve a ballot from the vault where they're kept. Note that the voter had used up one of their strikes and replaced the ballot. Hmm. In Minnesota, you're allowed to request uh, to alter your ballot until a week prior to Election Day. So that means as of uh, Tuesday, uh, we record on yesterday, so that was yesterday. Yeah. Uh, that would be the end of their ability to change. Mm -hmm. Pennsylvania does not allow early voting, but if you voted via absentee ballot uh, and are in your district on Election Day... You are allowed to go to your polling place and submit a new ballot. Uh, Mississippi allows uh, absentee voters to change their ballot as long as they go to their precinct and vote in person. Uh, New York uh, state absentee voters are also able to override any absentee va uh, ballot they cast by going to their local board of elections and requesting a new ballot. Here's one that just uh, shocked the heck out of me. 
uh, here in Connecticut, absentee voters can alter their choice, but you have to go to your polling place and request to void your prior vote by 10 a.m. on Election Day. So it's almost worth coming back from vacation. Right. If you sent in the wrong choice. Right. You did a, like a, a none of the above from Brewster's Millions. Bruce, yes, Monty Brewster. Right, yeah. uh, which I wish we had that type of option now. I know. John Candy I would vote for. Yeah, It was absolutely. his birthday the other day. Was uh, it? Yeah, rest in peace. 66 uh, he would have been. Long time so gone. So think about it. He, he passed on early 40s, so that's almost 20 years he's yeah. gone. Yeah, well, he wasn't exactly, he, he wasn't like us. He wasn't a bastion of health. Well, listen, I'm not I'm not my old svelte self myself. But, uh, don't be so hard on yourself. Uh, I, I weigh now more than he did when he died. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you're a lot taller. You carry it better. I do. You do. So he, was he was a mess. He was a mess. Michigan voters can rescind their absentee ballots until Saturday. Florida allows you to return a mail-in ballot to your polling place and request the new one. But if you already submitted your choice, you're SOL. Colorado allows a very small window. If you're mailing a vote and change your mind, you can only switch it if you're beating your ballot to the county clerk's office. So, so if I mailed it yesterday, and you figure mail takes about a day and a half, two days to get to where it's going, if you're in state, I would have to beat it before they go and open it. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, Fox had reported that Louisiana can do it uh, as well, uh, to which the uh, Louisiana Secretary of State immediately hopped on Twitter, because that's what politicians do. Yeah, they're Twitters. And uh, said that no, Louisiana does not, and asked Fox to please correct their story. Uh, Voters in potential battleground states of Arizona, North Carolina, and Ohio uh, are out of luck. You can only vote once. See now, but this is where USA Today, I saw today on Facebook, it was in their, um, in one of their news stories, one of their smear campaigns, you know, they were bashing Trump because their headline, of course, when they get something like this and he, he makes, he made a statement, um, you know, change your vote, change your vote. I read the tweet, the, the, the tweet from him. And people in their comments, of course, now a lot of these idiots will go on and just comment just off of the headline, which is the dumbest thing you can do. If you want to make yourself look like a complete and total ass, don't read the facts. Just go by what the headline says. And that's regardless of what news site it is. It could be USA Today, MSNBC. It doesn't matter. You have to read because, of course, they're going to cherry-pick the best headlines just to get their agenda across. Well, that's how they do it nowadays. Yeah. yeah so, everything is off of headlines. Yeah. So all these people were on there bashing him like, he look, he's trying to get you to vote twice. He's, he's breaking the law trying to get you to vote twice. Idiot. Open the freaking story and read for a change. Look at what he was saying. He was basically pinpointing just that. There are states that have early voting that you can change your mind when you realize, oh, crap, I made a mistake. And that's what he was pointing out. And, of course, you know, uh, of course, USA Today, like, you know, they post that stupid cherry-picked headline. And I'm partially like i said before a a troll on facebook and i went and i'm looking at the comments and it is so blatantly obvious the people that comment without reading it oh he's breaking the law he's breaking no he's explaining the law to you for the people out there that voted ahead of time and did not realize oh you know you voted for somebody that's corrupt stupid they were right 
He's just basically pointing out there are laws in place that you can take advantage of and right the wrong. Right the wrong. That's what it's all about nowadays. It is. It's mm-hmm. about making America great again. It is. Six states you were allowed to do that, which uh, out of 50 really isn't a great ratio, but uh, it's better than none. Yeah. If you're going to have early polling, then yes, I I, I think maybe, maybe my previous stance uh, was wrong and... Uh, it's a, it may be a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know. uh, speaking of beating up on people, which uh, people seem to do a lot around here, uh, FBI Director James Comey is uh, just—he's uh, under fire, man. I mean, they're just. This guy was a friend of the Democrats, right? When when he was nominated and and went through his uh, vetting process. Uh, he was uh, uh, talked about it for being a left leaner and being a, a friend of the Democrats. And now they, they want him drawn and quartered. Yeah. Flip-flopped. And they, I mean, they just want him. They're thinking about pressing charges on him because he's interfering with an election, uh, that he broke protocol. Um, <clears throat> to me, from a layperson standpoint, if the head of the law enforcement agency for our country comes out and says we have a criminal investigation going i don't care who it's about you announce that yeah you come out and tell the american people what you're doing mm-hmm. I, uh, withholding information is lying basically it's lying by omission when you turn around and 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 okay yeah it's before the election but this is something that affects the potential candidate yeah. He came out and he said, uh, you know, damned if you do, damned if you don't. He was in a situation, and I don't envy that situation to be in, regardless regardless of who I'm backing. That's a tough situation to be in. If you come out now, oh, of course, the def- Democrats and the left are going to go at you. Why are you bringing it on now? If he Imagine if he had held on to that information and it came out after the fact just as bad. Oh, he he would have been strung up by the Republicans. By well, the, but it would he have been was blasted horrible. anyway because yeah. in July, uh, when when questioned by Congress mm-hmm. uh, whether or not Hillary lied on uh, her FBI classified email investigation, and he had uh, came out and said she lied on numerous occasions. Numerous, yeah. Uh, we were just watching that uh, before we went on air today, and the the right, the Republican side. Uh, blasted him, yeah, and and um, a lot of people uh, and in all walks of life were complaining. How could you? You admitted that she a possibly committed treason. Mm-hmm. She was uh, uh, haphazard with classified information. Which, by the way, you have people sitting in jail. Oh yeah, for one count. Yeah, you have dozens, if not hundreds, of, of documents that she passed along that he said had the little C on it, yeah. meaning classified. Yeah. It didn't stand for Clinton. <clears throat> no, not at all, no. Mm. So, uh, and and she can't claim ignorance on this. She's been around the block before. She's been dealing with classified information since she was telling Billy what to do right. all those years ago because mm-hmm. she was running the country oh, back she, then, too. She was running the show. So she knows what classified documents are. So for her to go, I didn't know, right. that's uh, you know another one of her lies. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this uh, director, who uh, just uh, three months ago was the best friend of the Democrats, uh, is now being touted as the greatest evil 
since Donald Trump himself uh, is, uh, I think, one of the more ultimate hypocrisies. Yeah. I think of this election era. You know, well, you know what I want to know from the left. What I want to know from the Democrats is when. Just that one word, when. You're you're crying now that, well, why did you release it 11 days before the election? Okay, well, when? This is when it was discovered. They say. They say it's discovered, you know, 11 days ago. Okay, so if you're crying about it now, when did you want it released? After the election? Of course. I know that's the answer. But how can anybody in any kind of fair conscience say that? You know, as somebody that's leaning a little bit more towards the right, even I would have a hard time with that saying, I'm going to hold on to this until after the election, and then I'll release it, knowing that it's going to play favorably to the candidate that I'm backing, you know, and then after the election, I come out with it. I couldn't even fathom that. So I just want any Democrats out there uh, uh, that are listening. I'm not looking to bash you or anything. I'm looking to understand. I'm looking to try to figure out your mindset on this. Feel free, RadioDNR at gmail.com. Let us know when would have been a good time. They found it, and they immediately released it. Well, you know, it, and, and it, took, it took guts. It did. Right? And, and even, even uh, Mr. Trump admitted the fact that he said it took guts for yeah. Director Comey to come out and make the move that he made in light of the kind of opposition he had uh, where they're trying to protect her from criminal prosecution, yeah. right? He said that in the other day at a rally in Michigan, suggesting that Clinton could have been charged after the FBI's year-long investigation into her private email server yeah. when she led the State Department. He goes, you know, it took a lot of guts. Uh, but, of course, he used that now as, as fodder in his email attacks, right? Yeah. Uh, he began uh, uh, using that, leveraging uh, the daily weekly leak revelations, uh, going against John Podesta because uh, you got something new from him every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, 33,000 pol- uh, alleged personal emails uh, that she supposedly deleted were, were in his files. Uh, and, and Trump's not a fan of Comey, right? But what he did, he brought back his reputation, right? Uh, because people doubted him back in July. Even his own, even his own people. Even his own people. I mean, and, he was really like we're supposed to be the top cops. Yeah, and and here you are buckling under pressure. Yeah. I mean, I saw Rudy Giuliani was talking about it, and he had friends uh, in the FBI, just you know, field agents, and it, it was almost like an internal uprising. You know, from what he was saying, there was people that were losing respect for him. When you're the top cop, the top guy, the big, the head cheese, the the head honcho. When you're that person and, and the people underneath you are completely losing respect and there's there's an uprising, you know you made a mistake. You know there's a problem. Yeah. Like what you said, for one count, one count of what she had done, John Q or Jane Q Public would be sitting behind bars. And the fact that she got a pass, and of course, you know, you have the DOJ chewing off Clinton, you know, Bill Clinton's ears. Uh, in the back of a plane that, of course, probably played into a, you know, a little bit of... Uh, it was a social call. Yeah, social call, they my were ass. discussing dinner. Yeah, right. Yeah, surf so, and turf. Uh, but the tables have turned, right? Uh-huh. So the same Democrats that praised the FBI director back in July uh, are now sharply critical yeah. uh, of him, uh, demonizing him. Uh, Clinton supporters in Ohio... Uh, we're told, why in the world would the FBI decide to jump into the election with no evidence of wrongdoing 
with just days to go. So she claims that there's no case here at all. Uh, but her campaign highlighted dozens of former uh, attorney generals who signed a letter. They're going to leave a note in his inbox criticizing Comey. Uh, former U.S. attorney Eric Holder. Wait, uh, he was a crony of Obama's, wasn't he? Uh, Mike McCasey and Alberto Gonzalez, all who were appointed Democrat, right? Each offered their own criticism of the FBI. Uh, <clears throat> we call on him, they said, now that he has injected himself into the electoral process, to immediately provide as much detail as possible so the American people can deal with facts rather than speculation and innuendo. Uh, but we should not be in this position in the first place. So his move came 11 days before Election Day, right? Yeah. And that would puts the White House in a sticky wicket because the White House is supposed to be the supreme uh, leader of the free world, right? It's supposed to be the one that stands up for all good and bad. So the White House Press Secretary Josh Ernest stressed that uh, the White House would not defend or criticize uh, Mr. Comey, uh, but expressed confidence in his ability to do his job. The president does not believe that Director Comey is intentionally trying to influence the outcome of an election, uh, Ernest told reporters, uh, breaking away from the Democratic committee uh, who have suggested that Comey needs to uh, give up, right? The president does not believe that he's secretly strategizing to benefit one candidate or another. Hmm. So <clears throat> that's a, a very odd statement yeah coming from the president of the united that's states that's probably the one thing in eight years that i i agree with him on well you know i think he could have been a little stronger in his support uh to say this is what this job does that's what his his job is not a popularity contest yeah but it, he's always been weak on support where he's supposed to well, he's always been weak on that so for him to even go this far in in quote-unquote support of comey well, I, hey, listen, any little table scraps from there is, is, is fine by me. Well, you know, there's a lot of uh, now infighting in Congress. Yeah. Uh, uh, both in the Democrat side and the Republican side. Uh, some who uh, support the director, others that uh, want to run out of town. Uh, but uh, they all say the same thing. The American people need to get the truth. As quick as possible, uh, before the 8th, so that uh, any information that may or may not be in there is, is presented and it could be uh, voidied, dissected, digested, and then people could do something with it, right? And now here's my conspiracy theorist slash suspicious American stance on that. No. Diversionary tactic all day long. Of course, she's going to stand there. She said it herself. Provide the emails. Provide the emails. Mike Pence came out and said, provide the emails. Let the American people see. But, you know, coming from the DNC, coming from Hillary herself, a statement like that, it's, it's an investigation. They don't release information involving, involved in, a, in a, uh, an investigation that soon, that early, they have to wean through it. There's thousands upon thousands of emails. They're not going to release that until they have a chance to fine tooth comb every single bit that they have come across. So, of course, she's going to sit there, and that makes her look good. That that kind of tries to put her into that light of innocence. You know, show me what you've got. Let me see what you have. I have nothing to hide. She knows they're not going to release anything. 
So if she takes that platform, if she takes that stance of show me, show me, then you have all the brainwashed liberals out there, all the all the you know Democrats out there saying, see, she's got nothing to hide. Even she wants it released. No, that's a ploy. That's a game all day long. Now, what if, right? Because <clears throat> these emails that have come out now uh, are uh, coming from a separate investigation right. into former Congressman Anthony Weiner from New York. Mm -hmm. uh, his computers are being scoured because of the sexting charges uh, that he's facing uh, for sending inappropriate uh, messages and, and pictures to a 15-year-old girl. Right. So while the FBI is combing through that uh, laptop, they come across another account. So they open it up. And what's in there? 650,000 emails uh, from uh, Huma Abedin, who is Hillary Clinton's right-hand girl, yep, yep. the potential uh, chief of staff in the White House. So she would be the, the most powerful civilian in the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, so Trump thanked her. Yo, yeah. Trump thanked Huma Abedin oh, and yeah. her husband. Hey, thanks a lot uh, uh, for for dropping the political gift in his lap. Uh -huh. uh, but uh, we we got to talk about uh, Abedin and 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 we got to talk about her wiener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wiener brought down the White House again. That's great. Well, it's not the first time in that <laughs> no. family that a wiener has brought down the house, right? Uh, that's great. So. <clears throat> Election day is a week away, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, Huma Abedin, who is one of her closest aides, uh, is finally... Now, mind you, since this came out, nobody's seen her. No. The last time I saw her, I think they posted a picture of was her the on day the plane. It came out. The day it came out, and she looked like she was crying, and Hillary And looked, somebody had a mem put, I'm yeah. sorry, I have to suicide you. Oh, yeah. Hillary looked <laughs> pissed. Pissed off. Because she, they had no internet connection. The Wi-Fi was down on the plane, yeah. if you remember correctly. Yeah. They had no knowledge of this. They're flying. They're up in the plane. They're thousands of feet up in the air, and all the while, it is hitting the blades down on Earth. The crap is spreading. And they have no idea of it up there. They had no communication. They hit, the they hit the ground and it just rolled, and she looked so pissed. So Abedin only learned on the first time from press reports after she hit the ground <laughs> that a laptop belonging to her, her estranged husband contained emails of hers. Mm -hmm. uh, now the, the FBI FBI hasn't dragged her in yet, yet, uh, but she uh, claims to have always uh, has been and uh, will be uh, cooperative, right? But this is a laptop that she had said was already handed in, though, right? Am she, I wrong about that? Or? Right. No, she had already said that she had turned in everything, all devices all that she had material. used uh -huh. to, uh, that contained any information from Hillary. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. So, <clears throat> uh, you, you, FBI has got a huge software program now that has got a really they're scrubbing these six hundred and fifty thousand emails, looking for specific keywords, right? So they've already seen subject, date, and time on emails and, and keep looking uh, for more telltale signs of classified information and mm -hmm. or uh, any other government secrets have been passed in those emails. Uh, in, in response to calls from Congress to disclose that information, the DOJ says they're dedicated uh, and using all necessary resources and taking the appropriate steps as expeditiously as possible. 
and as much information and clarity about the nature of the investigation uh, as can be made available will be made available. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's 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 odd. Okay, there's a lot going on that we haven't even touched about with Huma Abedin, right? Right. So she's been working with Hillary for 20 years now. This is has it been that it's 20 long? years, right? Wow. She right. she came on as an intern with her uh, just over 20 years ago. Was she Bill's intern? No, she was not. She oh, okay. uh, no, and uh, I could see why. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. only certain wieners liked her. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, uh, she wasn't a cigar aficionado. No, 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 she didn't. She, okay. she no, she liked Anthony. Okay. Uh, so uh, she came on as a, a, an intern for Hillary and and uh, got a full time job and became her her right hand person, uh, her confidant, her her go to, her lean to, right. But then you look at her history. Who is Huma Abedin? Where does she come from? Well, she is a Muslim woman, and that in and of itself isn't an issue. <clears throat> but the uh, people that she's associated with, namely her family, is a question. So her family still runs a uh, Muslim uh, newsletter in London. Uh, her mother and her brother are uh, co-editors uh, on this, right? It's also... Uh, in the same building as an organization that uh, works closely with the Muslim Brotherhood, a known terrorist organization, which also has direct ties to Saudi Arabia, who helped finance some certain terrorist activities. So there's a long chain of people involved with Clinton that in any other light, wouldn't be allowed anywhere near classified information because of the potential uh, of getting it into the wrong hands. Yeah, I didn't know that. If, if, if she had this stuff on a laptop uh, that, that was accessible by her husband, and granted, okay, he's a congressman, but... He, he he's still a wiener though. He did it. He is. He did not need to know State Department secrets. Right. He did not have the clearance to have access to top secret security classified information coming from uh, a member of the president's cabinet. Yeah. So uh, for him to have access to this, uh, it could have gone to anybody's hands. That uh, is along that chain of uh, what. I would call a dangerous patronage uh, in her family tree, uh, and and that scares me. That is scary. That is scary. I mean, you leave your laptop open, you go, to, you know, say she was over there visiting mom or brother at a family function. You know, right? she brings her laptop. She's a working girl. She nope. works for the State she's Department, twenty four seven. She's a worker, so she has her laptop there. I get up to take a leak. Get up to get a coffee. She's not going to take the laptop with her. Who not going to lock it. It's my mom. No. Yeah. Who knows? Anybody could hop on that thing and take a look. Unless, of course, it was intentional. <sighs> and that's, and 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 this is the this is the woman that can wind up being chief of staff. Yeah, she's the one that can be basically yeah her her right hand. The one that Ugh. runs the White House. Ugh. And and to have these types of ties that are not even being questioned at this time, I mean that's dangerous. When when you when you look at the, the 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 family tree that she's a part of, and then the history of that family tree, and where their hands are dipped into, and where that money comes from, where that money goes, yeah. and and to find out that 
not too far back along that line, those are the same people that fed and clothed and housed the terrorists that mm-hmm. flew the planes mm-hmm. for that horrible day 15 years ago. That bothers me to know that this woman is this close to running the White House. Yeah. It goes beyond just lying about covering this crap up. This is this is national security we're dealing with now. And it's intentional. Yeah, horrible. So, you know, uh, how does her staff get to have classified information and then they just leave it uh, unprotected, right? So Aberdeen hasn't been seen since uh, Monday, right? Well, since Friday. She was supposed to be with Clinton Monday, didn't show up, didn't travel with her over the weekend to Florida. Now, is she missing or it just she's just laying low? Uh, I We think she's just laying low, right? Okay. Nobody's going to say that she uh, uh, had, uh, had any kind of unfortunate uh, accident. Right. So this isn't like another notch in the in the death pole. I don't think this is a, a Vince Foster yet. Okay. Uh, we don't know. Right. right. Uh, unless after we uh, tape this and, and it airs, uh, we hear otherwise. But right. uh, I haven't haven't seen anything come up from her yet. But yeah. uh, she's effectively stepped off the, the cam- off the campaign since the FBI said that uh, they're investigating her, her laptop. Uh, so here's here's a bunch of questions that really you want to look at in, in this type of email case. Right. Because uh, she said and she swore in an affidavit uh, that she looks for all devices that may have any State Department work on it and return them to uh, attorneys uh, for review for relevant documents. Uh, she gave them uh, devices and paper. She handed over two laptops, a BlackBerry, other files that were found in her apartment, uh, and she said she wasn't involved in the process of what specific files would be handed over to the State Department. So those statements were made before the FBI initially announced in July that they're not pursuing any uh, further investigation into to Hillary. So the Bureau, since 2015, has been looking into the emails and trying to find every electronic device uh, that Clinton and her aides used. So uh, from the beginning, the the, uh, but it's, uh, the FBI is saying that Ms. Aberdeen has complied fully and voluntarily with State Department and law enforcement requests, including sitting for hour-long interviews and providing a work-related and potentially work-related documents. Uh, Ms. Aberdeen's willing cooperation has been praised by members of Congress and law enforcement alike, and she only learned for the first time Friday from press reports of the possibility that a laptop belonging to her ex-husband could contain emails of hers. Okay, I call I call bogus on that. Yeah, totally. You have to know what computer you're logging in on. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, any, any kind of uh, uh, email apparatus I have, whether it's uh, a phone, whether it's uh, uh, a laptop, a tablet, a computer in the library, everything's tracked. Everything's traceable. Everything is attributable to you. You have to personally log on, enter your username and your password. And for her to have State Department emails on it, that device has to be cleared of bugs, has to be cleared of any virus software mm-hmm. that can that can uh, steal that information. So she knew about that laptop. Yeah. She knew about it from day one. Just lied about it. Now my question is, why did she lie about it? Yeah, that's a good one. Was I that don't... her get-out-of-jail card? Ah, for future reference. Was that her, uh. once this ship sinks, this is my immunity bucket? Hmm. I've got stuff here that I can use that I can 
uh, uh, make sure that I don't face any federal jail time? Yeah, but you know what, dude? If this backfires and she obviously lied, if she ends up facing jail time for this, I'm going to be pissed. Not because she's going to jail because that's where she belongs. But if her plan was to have this little ace in the hole, her little backup plan for, like you said, when it does go south, hey, she's got her immunity deal. But now that it's discovered, if she ends up going to jail for lying about not turning it in, yet the next person, the, the, the person who's up for POTUS did the same thing multiple times and is still walking and still running for the uh, for the for the highest uh, uh, position in our country. That is going to be such hypocrisy. I would love to see how the left talks that one away. I'd love to see it. Could they? I, I don't think the they could. The campaign is still supporting Aberdeen. They, they haven't abandoned her vocally yet. She just isn't following Hillary anymore. So right. Hillary's right-hand person, the person that she trusts the most, her confidant, is nowhere near her. Yeah, but she hasn't really came out and said anything for her, though. I, I no, don't she's recall had her, her spoke her spoke uh, person come out and say that uh, uh, Miss Aberdeen's done a great job for us, right? Uh, and we we fully support her, uh, even though that uh, you're never gonna find her body, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, she's <laughs> hidden. She's done There's away. Hydrochloric acid has been used in a bathtub. Has been purchased. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's kind of. Uh, it bothers me a lot. That's something that uh, we're going to have to look at closely over the next six days uh, going into uh, Election Day here. Yeah. Uh, but it, it's going to be interesting. That we're, we're in the home stretch here. Uh, whatever information is going to be found is going to be found real soon. I hope it does. It's, it's, I hope it does. No, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Whatever mm -hmm. is in there is going to come out because mm -hmm. now it has to. Yeah. The cat's been let out of the bag. Oh, it's out, all right. So we we have to go and dig and, and find out what it is, one way or not. We got to be patient about it, though. They're not going to release everything. People demanding to see everything, it's not going to happen. You're, You're not, not going to see everything. But no. they will give, if something is completely out there in the open, like this has to be shown. The American people need to see this to make an informed decision. They're going to release what needs to be released. I personally don't have 100% faith in the DOJ, especially after this past summer, by letting her go, letting her walk free. On, on completely obvious lies. So eh, I'm still looking at it very cautiously. But the fact that this stuff is starting to come out, uh, it's giving me hope. It's giving me hope that the truth is finally going to be out there. Well, that's what I mean. I don't, yeah. I don't care which way it goes, one way or the other. I just want the truth. Yeah. Stop lying. Yeah. The, you know, stop lying to the people. Yeah. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. DNR Radio, a lot more juicy tidbits to go through. We'll be right back. Hello, boys and girls. This is your old pal, Stinky Whizzleteats. This is a song about a whale. No! Huh? This is a song about being happy. That's right. I am not, but it's the happy, happy, joy, joy song. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. I don't think you're happy enough. That's right. 
I'll teach you to be happy. I'll teach your grandmother to suck eggs. Now, boys and girls, let's try it again. Happy, happy, joy, joy. 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 Happy, happy, joy, joy, joy. If then you ain't the granddaddy of all liars, the little critters of nature, they don't know that they're ugly. That's very funny. A fly marrying a bumblebee. I told you I'd shoot, but you didn't believe me. Why didn't you believe me? Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Happy, happy, joy, joy. Russ and Darkside, two-hour spectacular coming up on our election day. A lot uh, we've discussed already. Hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you're listening along. Uh, if you're just joining us, because I don't know how you would join us an hour and 20 minutes into the program, uh, rewind. Stop. Stop listening. Rewind back to the beginning of the show. You missed a little bit. Yeah, had a whole bunch of stuff there that you got to listen to yep. first, so... Go back to that. Uh, so talking uh, uh, about uh, connections and Comey and uh, uh, emails, uh, you know, there's still that uh, alleged Russian connection that they keep talking about uh, with the Trump camp. All right. So uh, they've got, I guess the FBI is investigating uh, whether or not uh Putin or the Russian government or the Kremlin uh, or the FSB, formerly KGB back in the Soviet days, uh, have been influencing the election. Uh, of course, the Democrats uh, claim that it's been Russian hackers. It's always the Russians. Always the Russians uh, that have been uh, stealing and releasing uh, the, the Clinton emails. Uh even though uh, Julian Assange has already come out and said, no, it's it's his group, it's his people yeah. doing it, and mm -hmm. nothing to do with Russians. Uh, according to Hillary, it's a lie. See, I don't get it. I don't care. I don't care where it comes from. Who cares? According to uh, Donna Brazile, she did not want to uh, talk to anybody when accused. Uh, we talked about it in the first segment today yeah. uh, about her uh, uh, influence uh, to the Clinton campaign when it came to the hometown questioning uh, because of the fact that the emails were stolen. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm not going to tell you whether they're true or not, yeah. and I'm not going to deny the content, but I don't want to talk about them because they were stolen. Yeah. Focus on the word stolen. Ignore everything else. Ignore the fact mm -hmm. that you lied and cheated and yeah. uh, 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 trying to steal an election. I just don't, I, I'm, I guess, I don't know, call me simple. I don't care who it came from. Russians, uh, China, somebody sitting at their computer in, in Australia. I don't care. If it's true, if these emails and all this stuff coming out is true, who cares if it was the Russians? 
You know, this isn't the 80s, like when Russians... You remember back in the 80s, all the 80s movies and stuff, the Russians were the bad guys. Everybody oh, Red was, Dawn. Oh, yeah, Red Dawn. Not the new one. I didn't no, like the new, the new I one. I don't get yeah, into that a, new fangled no, crap. No, stop redoing yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? Hollywood, get some new ideas. Did don't, you see that Point Break, too, that no, one? Don't no. Don't mess with Keanu and Swayze. No, no. Don't, don't do it. Right? Not into it. But back then, Russia was like, that was the scare for Americans. At least for me, when I was a kid. Oh my God, Russians! It's oh, the no. Red Army. It right? is, yeah. So, so you know they're they're taking the fall once again. I and don't get it. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. So, <clears throat> Democrats, of course, are trying to now push FBI Director Comey to release whatever information he has on this perceived connection. Now, Harry Reid, right? He's the the Senate Democratic leader. He wrote in his scathing letter to Comey about uh, the the Clinton emails. Uh, said that Clint, uh, Comey had explosive information about the links between Trump and the Russian government. Quote, uh, the public has a right to know this information. I wrote to you months ago, uh, meaning Harry Reid, I didn't write to him, uh, calling for the information to be released to the public. Uh, further quote, there is no danger to American interests from releasing it, and yet you continue to resist calls to inform the public of this critical information, end quote. So uh, even Clinton campaign manager Robbie Mook uh, called on Comey to release it uh, through his Twitter, uh, tweeting out uh, uh, questions. Uh, will Comey release it? Almost like a dun-dun-dun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, former uh, Trump uh, campaign manager uh, Manafort, who was under investigation and and resigned from the Trump campaign because of alleged handwritten ledgers saying that he received $12.7 million from uh, the Ukrainian uh, Russian-backed government uh, years ago, uh, said that there's there's nothing there, right? Yeah, bowed out gracefully, though. Right. Uh, uh, NBC and, and everybody else was trying to smear the campaign, even though NBC themselves came out and said that uh, the FBI did an investigation, and right now they see no credible evidence mm-hmm. that there's any connection between the Trump campaign and the Russian government mm-hmm. or any Russian interests. Uh, there was concern that there were uh, private servers in Trump Towers uh, that were directly linked to uh, Russian banks in the Kremlin, and uh it may or may not uh, be true as of yet, but if so, that's a financial. Yeah, I mean, he right? he was a bit. He he wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. He, he is a businessman, right? Yeah. So, uh, so I mean, if you got he, money he in banks, you got money in banks, right? World banks. He's got money all over the place, yeah. right? We don't know where because he hasn't released his tax returns. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? You gotcha. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll throw it. I'll I'll play that. Right? Yeah, uh, but they've been uh, calling for uh, this investigation. The Democrats have saying that there's uh, proof. Uh, that uh, Russian intelligence uh, has been cultivating, supporting, and assisting Donald Trump for years, that they, they've turned him, right? Uh, so reportedly a former spy has uh, reported that uh, memos and, and letters sent to the FBI, Moscow has compromised Trump, and they have the ability to blackmail him and have him do whatever they want. So they're pushing for him to get into the White House. Uh, the spy also said that the Kremlin has information on Clinton based on bugged and intercepted phone calls. Now, I don't know if I'm going to give that any uh, type of believability. I mean, we'll talk about it here, but 
to me, that's almost like a report from the Onion. Yeah. I mean, uh, not, not very credible. You're not giving me any names. No. Uh, uh, you, you've got no source that you can talk about. It's just a, I know he did it. Yeah. It was on the down low. Right. But yet, the <coughs> one of the most powerful uh, investigative organizations on the planet, uh, the FBI and the CIA, have nothing. Yeah, they they came out and said, we have nothing to go on. We have nothing to go on. So Now, people are saying that Comey's sitting on it because they don't want uh, to release uh, their sources, their secrets, uh, because then they could give the Russians idea of where they're getting their information from. If there was anything, I think, in uh, uh, the era of uh, bipartisanship and showing that he's not leaning one way or the other, Comey would have released something. Yeah, or or something would have came out in WikiLeaks. Something would have come right. out. I mean, uh, uh, Julian Assange would have found something. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's a bloodhound. I'm, I'm telling you, if there was dirt, on Trump, it'd be out already. Now, let's break this down to layman's terms. Somebody that's not politically savvy per se. All right. Um, are, now, are they bent? They think that Trump is involved in all these leaks. That's that's what I'm getting from this, right? Right. They're thinking that Trump has got his little insiders over in Russia digging up all this dirt, right? Right. Again, just like with the emails, is the stuff true? that they're bringing out against the Democrats, against Hillary Clinton. Is it true? Now, is it wrong? Even if he is, let's say, and again, we're, we're you know, just throwing it against the wall, see what sticks here. Uh, even if he does have a buddy that he may have done a business deal with over some ties back in the 90s, and the guy is computer savvy, and Trump says, hey, you know, see if you could dig up any dirt on her. I mean, uh, yeah, maybe a little scummy. But is it like illegal? I, I'm I'm having a hard time finding this. If somebody's good enough at what they do and they're able to find dirt, it's like you hire a private in investigator, right? Well, hacking emails per <laughs> se is illegal. Okay, all right. Uh, we'll you're, you're not allowed to break into somebody's email account. That's almost like opening their mail. Okay, okay. That's a it's a federal crime to open somebody's mail that's on their doorstep. Mm -hmm. Emails are the same thing. It's an electronic postage. Uh, it doesn't cost 47 cents for a stamp, uh, depending on your provider. It could cost right. you a few hundred dollars a month. Okay. But uh, those emails are, are uh, tantamount to you receiving paper mail. So for somebody. Okay, but we're going on an assumption. In, we're going on, well, somebody uh, broke and, into well, it. Well, an right? assu uh, assumption again, though. I mean, for all we know, uh, this guy can have a friend of this guy who has a friend of this guy who's actually friends with somebody that has access to him, and they were literally just. Listen, you didn't get them from me, but I'm going to hand them to you. Under the table, the big manila A little under the table. Right? You know, again, I'm snowballing here. I'm just average Joe sitting on the couch watching from the sidelines. But, you know, people, uh, ex-wives and ex-husbands, they hire private investigators to dig up dirt all the time. It's actually quite a lucrative uh, uh, career. I know somebody that actually does it, and he gets paid really well to dig up dirt on people. You know, he does. He gets a lot of money to do it. So, I mean, you're running for the highest office, and you know the person that you're running against is a scumbag. You hire a private investigator, right? Uh, I, I'm just trying to find where – what's the big freaking deal? I, well, I don't get it. The, the, the big deal is is that their dirty laundry's coming out. Well, I understand that. I understand what the big deal is to the, to the Democratic Party because they're getting smeared and look like crap. But for them to come back crying, how about instead of crying where it came from, prove it wrong. Simple. That's, that's, I think, the biggest part of it for me is that 
Nobody has come out and said that they category, categorically deny right. that any of these emails are true, mm-hmm. which then tells me that there's validity in this, that there is some kind of truth in these emails where they conspired mm-hmm. to alter a, a process that was supposed to be impartial, that they conspired to undermine a presidential campaign by using illegal tactics and hiring quote-unquote thugs. I mean, is this 1920 Chicago? Right, south side. Is Al Capone walking around here? I mean, what is this? That Who who spends that much time and money influencing an election? It's like they're the untouchables. And, and you can't, I mean, it's 20, damn 16. Mm-hmm. We can't operate like this anymore. It's, it's embarrassing to, to sit back and go, this is the best we got, both sides. You know, because as, as, as much as you want to make America great again, I, I do have a little bit of problem with the spray tan and Aquanet, okay? <laughs> he just looks like an overgrown Oompa Loompa. He does. And, and that, <laughs> that, I don't know if I don't want that on my dollar bill. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's going to have his own presidential library with 24 karat gold turlets. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that. And yeah. is that the best we got? That's the scary thing about it. Is that the best we have? 330 million people in this country. How many of them over the age of 35? And this is the best we got. And it started from what? What What did they have uh, at the beginning of, of uh, everybody running for president, they had the, what, what, 17, 18, 19 yeah. people on the Republican ticket, you know, going through the primaries. And one of them could yeah. beat this guy. Right. It didn't matter about the money. It goes about the spoken word. Mm-hmm. And this guy, he's he's got he's got a mouth that doesn't know when to shut. Yeah. He's you know he'll say the wrong thing to the wrong person and. Uh, uh, we set off a war, right? He just—he's got no filter. Yeah, but that's the beautiful thing about him. I—I I get that, uh, but uh, when you're dealing with international politics, I don't know if you really should be flapping them gums that much. Yeah, he'll just get the Russians to cover it up. He's got to get somebody to <laughs> shut him up every I once know. in a while. I and, know, I agree. But you have polished politicians, yeah, who have spent their lives practicing their art. A polished turd, who who couldn't beat him. Yeah, they couldn't shut him up. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stop him. Yeah, because everybody's sick and tired of the polished politician, and and everybody and else's dirt is dirtier than his. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, here's Who's a guy skeletons? that was in. Here's a guy that was in the public spotlight, not as a politician, but as a businessman and as an entertainer. He was an entertainer. Yeah. Plain and simple. Here's a guy that was in the spotlight. He knew what he was getting into. Do you really think if he had done half of the crap that they're trying to smear him on, he knows it's going to come out. He ain't going to. He's not going to put himself under that microscope. I agree. There are times where it's like, ooh, shut up, dude. Just just keep quiet. But, yeah, but, shut it. But you know what? He's, he's coming into it at a time where we're so politically correct and this country is just so overrun by hurt feelings. That he's speaking what the average person. I, I don't want to hear the crap about the average white person. I don't want to hear that crap. That pisses me off. He's speaking what the average person, the average American is feeling. Yeah. Plain and simple. And I'm good with it. I really am. I'm good with it. 
I just I just wish he was he had a better vernacular. Nah, I think I think they'll polish him up. I he's really got, do. I mean, he's tried the past the past couple of weeks. He, he hasn't been as outlandish mm-hmm. as he has been uh, in the previous eighteen months. Yeah, his rhetoric has been kind of easing up a little bit. I think he's seen where. Uh, her campaign is just like falling off the rails. Oh, yeah. And he's not going to feed anything to try to divert that negative attention mm-hmm. back to him. Oh, she kept using that that line, I'll take the high road. Is that what she said? Is yes. That, I'll take the Well, I saw today online one of her... Uh, uh, one of her rallies and somebody in the background yelled out, you know, Bill Clinton's a rapist. Oh, she and went, she off. went off. off the rails. She's pointing her fingers and she, I mean, she had the fury Spit in her. flying out oh, her mouth. Oh my God. It was like, a, it was like I put my old lady's sweater in the spin cycle on high and shrunk it on her. Like there's just that angry look. You know what I mean? Oh, she just was absolutely low. But you know, she, she's abandoning. That whole positive campaign, which I didn't think she had to begin with. She doesn't have much of a choice. Her entire campaign, I haven't heard one thing about policy or achievements. No. I mean, she achieved the uh, ability to have uh, ambassadors and servicemen uh, killed, mm-hmm. uh, and, and she uh, achieved the ability to snowball the American public to get to the point where uh, she's uh, at, at 46% of the electoral vote right now. Uh so she claimed to be taking the high road. There was no high road. So now she's just throwing mud, right? So mm-hmm. uh, everything she's doing uh, is just trying to besmirch uh, the the Trump campaign because she knows she's got nothing left to, to go on. Yeah, right? she's running on empty. So <clears throat> instead of giving the country something to, to vote for, like she had promised them, uh, she went back and, and dug out of her files uh, some of the stuff that served her best, right? Just whacking and beating up on on the Don, right? Whether it's responsible uh, to control, responsible enough to control uh, nuclear codes, which, by the way, she couldn't keep that secret. Yeah, four right? minutes. Uh, uh, yeah. Highlighting his uh, eccentric personality. All right, he's a little bit out there. Oh yeah. You know, he's he's, he's flamboyant. His hands fly. Uh, he he jiggles when he talks. Right. Yeah. He's he's orange. Uh, uh, a stirring anxiety uh, with the with the threat uh, that he's he's off the rail. Uh, he's going to cause more problems than than you know. Uh, he's going to cause international incidents. He doesn't know international protocol. He's an international businessman. Yeah. So he knows protocol because he counts on that protocol to make him money. Uh, so <clears throat> on Monday, her campaign underscored a point. Uh, with the release uh, of a new ad, uh, it's billed as the 2016 version of the uh, famous 1964 Daisy ad, warning of the dangers of nuclear weapons landing in the wrong hands. Uh, so her speech uh, w- was sort of like what her advisors consider one of her more uh, memorable addresses, her uh, uh, banging on uh, Trump's foreign policy uh, in San Diego last summer when she called him temperamentally unfit. To serve as president, and then back in June, uh, uh, she blasted him uh, in some uh, really strong terms. Right, so uh, should I look for some apartments in Toronto? Alluding to the fact that if he's elected, she'll move out of the country as well. See ya. Yeah, we'll pack your bags. Yeah. Take a hike. All these these uh, uh, tolerant mm-hmm. people, right? The people who claim to be uh, of love and fairness and tolerance. 
as long as it's what they believe. As long as it follows their thought process. You're not allowed to have an yeah. opposing opinion. Yeah. You have to feel we're tolerant for people who think like us. Yeah. And they all say that they're going to leave. They're all leaving. They're going. There's, hey, see ya. Get on the train and get out. See? Deplete the surplus population. And do you know the problem is, is they're all saying they're going to go to Canada. Canada don't want them. Right. Not one of them said they're going to Mexico. Never heard anybody saying they're going to the glorious Middle East. They're bringing so many people here because right. it's so fabulous. Well, why aren't you going out there? You got, you got the Holy Land. You yeah. got Syria. You got... The beautiful Tigris and Euphrates River in oh, Iraq. Absolutely. I bet you the sunset there is beautiful. Good weather, all the palm trees. Uh, sand. Does it even snow out there? No. You got sand, you got palm trees. Beautiful. It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Take a, we'll help you pack. And there's lots of land. Just cleared. Yeah. They mm -hmm. just cleared all the rubble out. It's all paved for all you. All the people, all the houses, mm -hmm. they're gone. Yeah. Your prime real estate. Why aren't they saying they're going there? Uh-huh. Because they want to keep their luxurious lifestyle. Well, uh, Canada does have some. That's nice up there. They got good maple syrup. And Tim Hortons. Oh, Tim Hortons. A lot of Tim Hortons. I love some Tim Hortons coffee. I don't know if anybody. See, that's it. That's Tim. See, that's oh. like me. I'm from Jersey. Right? Yeah. In Jersey, we have, in northern Jersey, it's Quick Check. Southern Jersey, mid-Jersey, it's Wawa. Oh, we had Wawa's here, too. Okay. You so, too. Wawa coffee, mm -hmm. that's the bomb. Right? Yeah. So that's that's the and equivalent. And their deli to... sandwiches, oh, God, they were so see, good. See, that's what I miss about Jersey. Is it, yeah. Here here, here in, in Connecticut, we we don't know what the definition of a good hard roll is. Mm. Uh, you go into to Jersey or, or Brooklyn or, or the Bronx, and, and you get a good uh, Jewish deli bagel, oh, I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, to die for. I don't think I ever had to one. Die. And and the good hard rolls, you know, and, and you guys up here have no idea what pork roll is. You know? No. A Taylor ham, pork roll. Oh, it's a staple. It's a staple of survival in the New York metro area. I never, no, I never had any of that. Taylor ham, egg and cheese. Oh, huh. you know who sells it here? Uh, uh, ShopRite. Oh, do they? Shop right over in Southington. So next week, we got to get something to eat. Some Taylor ham. We're going to eat Taylor ham on the air. I'm in. For I'll our post-election show. Yeah, I'll try it. That, uh, next week, we're going to go back to one hour. It's going to be post-election. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to be talking about uh, who's licking their wounds mm. and what to expect over the next uh, four years uh, of our country. And, and just on a side note, speaking of eating food, if we ever pick up any listeners down south, CeCe's Pizza, hook me up. Free, oh. Freeze dry. I don't care. Freeze it. I do whatever. Well, overnight I, it. I hear stuff oh, about it, but dude. Is, it, is it really that good? Oh, my God. It really, truly is awesome. It's like you have five bucks and you gorge yourself. Hey, listen, it's not like, uh, you know, the pizza. Oh, everybody, you get some pizza aficionados. I know some friends of mine that like that. What's that famous one down in New Haven? Peppies. Oh, Peppies. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're all, oh, my God, Peppies. It's the best. It's, yeah, it is it. good. It is. It's I've decent. eaten there. It's okay. decent. It is good. Not 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 trash talking Peppies because pizza is like sex. There's really no bad pizza. There really isn't. But, dude. CeCe's Pizza is the balls. I am so... Every time we go down to South Carolina, we cross the border into Georgia, Savannah, and they have the best, best CeCe's. Dude, it's a pizza buffet. How, for five, like five, five fifty, how can you go wrong with a pizza buffet? Fat bastard like me, I'm digging on that. That's, that's yeah, I would, I could appreciate so, that. So, if we ever get any listeners down south, dude, seriously, I'll pay for it. I'm not looking for any freebies or handouts, but if you could, like, freeze some of that and overnight it up here, I, I'm totally in. Well... We're always looking for sponsors. CC's Pizza. Oh, 
Get them. We'll we'll announce. Just feed us. I'm making a phone call after the show. We'll just feed us. We'll, we'll put your commercials on oh every god. break. Oh my god, every, every break. break. We'll, five times every break. Just send oh. us some pies. Play it in the background. Yeah, I'm gonna make C-C's. a phone call. Yeah. So uh, speaking of uh, the fantasies, uh, voter fraud. So we touched on it a little bit back in the beginning of the show. There's reported voter fraud everywhere. Okay, so there's a woman in Texas that's been picked up for, uh, I think, five counts, right? There's a guy in uh, North Carolina who bragged, uh, supposedly, allegedly, on Facebook to voting numerous times uh, using relatives' names and addresses and then posting on Facebook, uh, mentioning them, tagging them, and saying, don't need to bother going to vote. I took care of it for you. Yeah, he's the guy that had the, you know how they give you the sticker, I voted right. with the American flag. He posted like a picture of like five of them, didn't he? Right. That's the idiot. That's yeah. the idiot. So mm-hmm. uh, there, there, it's bounce. So the ones in Texas were supposedly Republican. The ones in North Carolina were supposedly Democrat. Right. So it's a both sides here. It's a wash. I want to know, A, how stupid do you have to be to even try this? And then, and then the, the, the other part of that is, how are they getting away with that? I, that's what I couldn't figure out. I know when I go to vote, they ask, you know, you go in, they ask you for your name, and they sit there, and they, I, I'm witnessing them do this. They take a pen, and they cross my name out. So if anybody else comes in and says, oh, hi, I'm so-and-so, and they look, and your name's crossed out, sorry, thanks, we already got you, take off. How do you get away with it twice? Well, and, and Or in, more. In Jersey, they, they have binders. In, in my district that I was in, I'm mm-hmm. not going to... People who know me know what town. But I, I I showed up one of my first ever elections that I was able to vote for uh, was in, in the 80s. Okay. And uh, it was the, uh, I believe it was the 88 presidential election. So I go in to vote. Yeah, I'm dating myself. Thanks. Just a little bit. Uh, and, and I'm going to put my name down. And I see my grandmother's name and signature. Now, at that point, my grandmother had been passed on for a few years really? by then, right? I was uh, in my early teens when she passed on, and uh, here we are, uh, like like five years, six years later, and and I saw her name there. So I wasn't quite sure was it her. Uh, what, I mean, the name is quite distinct. Did, did it have a date of birth next to it, or is it just name and signature? no, just name and address? Okay, so the same address. It was the same address. Okay, well. You know, uh, Unit Twenty Eight D. So no. you know, coincidental. Uh, so uh, you know, but it's it's the uh, the Jersey political machines, and and we have them in every state, right? That's just the one I was experienced with. But uh, in in Colorado, people are swearing that dead people are voting there. Yeah, uh, a CBS affiliate. Uh, uh, experienced some uh, exposed some voter fraud in September, which sparked an immediate investigation by their Secretary of State. Uh, a report in Denver exposed multiple incidents in recent years where dead Coloradans, Coloradans, Coloradians, Colorodi, Colorod, yeah, cowboy people uh-huh. were still voting. Potheads. Uh, a dead World War II vet. Uh, they they had his name. Uh, he voted in a 2006 primary election. Another woman, they had her name, died in 2009. She cast ballots in 10, 11, 12, and 13. Her, her husband had died the year before her, and his name was used in voting a year later. 
uh, illegals, legal immigrants, the uh, <clears throat> what do we what do we call them now? Undocumented, undocumented citizens. Right. Uh, that in eight Virginia counties, a thousand forty-six uh, non-citizens successfully registered to vote. They were only accidentally caught because they renewed their driver's licenses and self-reported <sighs> as being non-citizens. Uh, so the study doesn't didn't include uh, some of the bigger areas, uh, but the FBI opened an investigation uh, after 20 dead people turned in applications to vote. Now, see, I, and that's like you were saying, I'm wrapping my mind around that. How is that possible? I mean, obviously it's impossible for a dead person to vote. I'm not saying that. Are these uh, like people coming in and giving a false name, or is this behind the scenes type of thing? Like, okay, let's just cross this one out. You and know, going in and vote like that. Yeah, yeah, like where where's the where's the loophole here? Where where's it? Where does that happen? I I, I don't know. You know, some uh, uh, citizens in Pennsylvania uh, have been found to have voted twice. Uh, uh, more than seven hundred Pennsylvania voter uh, voters uh, cast two ballots in recent elections. Uh, and their secretary of state, she said she's powerless to investigate. Uh, 43,000 voters in Pennsylvania had potentially duplicate registrations in either Pennsylvania or in other states. Uh, illegal voters uncovered in Philadelphia, half who had previously voted. Uh, rigging voters in, in Texas uh, called vote harvesting, where political operatives fill out and return other people's ballots without their consent. Indiana, a fraud investigation, grows to cover 56 counties. Uh, three under investigation in Oklahoma. Election fraud in Kentucky. Underage voters found in Wisconsin's presidential primary. Now, is this going for both Republican and Democrat? It's, it's both sides here. Let's see. So in, in April, six cases of underage voters casting ballots in the presidential primary. Uh, wow. They were 17, and they registered and voted. And despite five of the students presenting valid IDs, poll workers never looked at the date of birth or confirmed on run registration forms. So you got people, uh, uh, maybe the kids unintentionally did it, but the fact that they were able to shows that there's flaws in our system. Yeah. And here's, here's the one that I, I love to death. 2.5 million voter registration postcards went out to people who are not registered to vote. Uh, out of that 2.5 million, they have tens of thousands uh, that were sent to illegal aliens. Uh. And they said that there's no way that they can recover all of it. Not even when they're sent in? Nope. I mean, seriously? Yep. Ugh. So they admitted uh, foreigners and legally and illegally uh, on the voter rolls. Is uh, that in the past ballots. or is that current? That's current. Oh. This was just done for this election. Oh. So there's a lot of integrity issues that need to be addressed. Now, what's your feeling about showing ID? I know a lot of people, oh, you, I think you, sh you it's should. It's so wrong to show ID. It's yeah, why? bull crap. I need to show ID to get a library book. Yeah. I need to show ID to buy a gun. You need ID for damn near everything. I got to cash a check. I got ID. Yeah. So why? I, I, I report for jury duty, which is another one of my civic duties, mm -hmm. just like uh, 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 voting. Yeah. Right? It's something that's required of us as citizens. 
I need to show my ID. You need to prove yourself. I have to answer a huge questionnaire yeah. to be admitted into the jury pool. Mm -hmm. You're telling me that I need nothing? Just walk in and pull a lever? Hey, yeah. I'm here to vote. Yeah. Who are you? I'm an American. Right. Here's my flag. Yeah. Here's my name. It's my neighbor, but here's my name. I, I am Crap. a firm believer Absolutely. Of, of voter ID laws. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have to. Now, what about if you're part of a group that doesn't have IDs? So there was a, a story that came out. Actually, uh, my, my ex-wife sent me this story uh, beginning of the week about uh, the Amish possibly supporting Trump. And I know you might have seen that on Facebook as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she sent me the message. She goes, you know, if, if this is true, that's, that's like 70,000 people that will vote for Trump. Right, a without ID. Right, yeah. but there was a Snopes story that came out and said that uh, that's that's probably not the case. That it's a false report, uh, and then I I did some digging into it as well. And uh, there's a bunch of uh, uh, Amish where it's not quite against their religion to vote. Uh, the leaders of their groups and certain uh, sects are are uh, trying to uh, underplay the the need to vote. Uh, that you know they they don't partake in society like that, and especially in Pennsylvania, Ohio, a lot of those places have electronic voting booths. Oh yeah, and they're not they're not able to they use can't the electronic the technology, yeah. right? That's yep. against God. So well, you know, get them um, out there on Rumspringa. That'd be a great story. <laughs> and, you know, I, I I thanked her for for sending it to me, but uh, yeah. uh, unfortunately, that's that's one of those that uh, didn't happen. Fact checked and well, not reported on. Considering how over 60% of Clinton supporters don't respect any Trump people, it would have mm -hmm. been nice to have a respectable, uh, unabridged, untainted portion of our society yeah. to pick one side or the other. Because then you'd have a little more true feeling that you know they understood what was going on. Their morals are deep set, right? Yeah. They don't, you know. Yeah, yeah but without the technology, though, on the other end of it, how are they even to they hear don't know any the of this? True story, they probably so don't even know who Donald Trump is. Well, well they would see you him, know. and, and well, they wouldn't know him as an Oompa Loompa. No, but that'd be funny. Yeah, but they yeah they didn't even watch Willy Wonka. They couldn't. They got nothing out there. They don't. Yeah. Unless, of course, they did a play. If somebody came down and did a play, well, and, I, yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's uh, that's what Rumspring is for. Let the kids go out and report back what's going come on. Come back in a year. Come let back me know in a year. Yeah, come back and let us know what's going on. Have you on ever out met there. any of those people? Actually, when I was up in um, uh, uh, Niagara Falls, we really? came, yeah, we came across some. You ever been to Niagara Falls? I, I was there once. A lot of omelets out. Well, I called them omelets. I'm omelets. sorry, that's probably not politically correct. A lot of Amish people are out there, and there was, I'm telling you, an absurd amount of, of rumspringers. <laughs> That were up there walking around, <laughs> and it was it was the funniest thing. Me and the old lady were just sitting there looking at them, like, "Oh my god!" They were like a fish out of water, but they were having a blast. Woo, Rumspringer! You ever? What movie was that? Sex Drive. If you ever I get a chance so. to see it, yeah. check it out. Rumspringer! Woo! They were partying <laughs> enough, having a blast with it and stuff. Well, you know what? They're 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 supposed to go out and 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 see how the world lives, experience, and, yeah. and then they decide whether or not they want to stay in the Mennonite community or mm -hmm. not. And and you know what, no other religion does that. No, could you could you imagine? Uh, I'm Roman Catholic. Uh, if, if the Pope said, you know what, come 18, go party hard, brother, and then come back if you like it. Yeah, 
Nobody would come back. Nobody would, Nobody would come back at all. I'm out of here. Yeah. I'm gone. Actually, that's what I did. I'm Roman Catholic tool. I did, uh, too. You're I Roman never, Catholic I'm a, tool? I'm a yeah, Roman, Roman Catholic, Catholic tool. tool. I just never came back. <laughs> I was farting it up back well, then, dude. you know. No, they were having a blast up there, though. I didn't, like, actually talk to them. I mean, to be fair, I just, I actually took a picture of them. I got it on my phone. Like, there's just a whole group of them just walking down. They still down. wear the outfit. Oh, they were the... still full full garb, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they were full garb. But there was, if you go to Niagara Falls on the Canadian side, I think it's called Clifton Hill. And it's just, it's got the Ripley Museum. It's got the Hard Rock Cafe, all the all the Guinness Book of World Records Museum. All that stuff is up there, all the attractions and everything. And they were just, there was a bunch of them. Holy crap, there was a bunch. I mean, we went in the dead of summer, but they were freaking everywhere. There's just a bunch of them. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, that that's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. They're up here to check everything out. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's not like you're going to Amsterdam where it's like the red light district. But, you know, that that side of, of Canada, that section there, oh, it's wild. It's a little it, open there. Oh, it's fun. It's a little open. No, they were all over the place just chilling out, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay. Hey, welcome aboard. Hey, you never know. The simple life may be the way to go. Yeah, Green Acre style. It is. I'm in. Well, on that note, we're going to be wrapping up our two-hour special edition of DNRADA. We set out to make a difference. Uh, we're hoping that uh, our information uh, for you uh, may have helped solidify one side or the other for you. Uh, but we encourage all of you, everybody who listens to this, get out and exercise your right to vote. Uh, don't be a part of the problem if you're not going to be a part of the solution. Every vote matters. Uh, your, your feelings count. Your votes count. Your needs count. Your government counts on you to be there. So get out there. Vote. There's no reason not to. Either way, whichever side you're leaning to, just get out there and make your voice heard. So on that, uh, for Dark Side, I'm Russ. Uh, we'll see you next week where we'll find out who our next president of the United States will be. Uh, we'll see you next week. Peace out. <laughs>